All right. Well, we're doing it. My name is Allison Voidovich. I am Allie Toons. Welcome back to All Is On with the Allisons. Allie Toons is definitely more the research type. I'm not an idiot, but she definitely prepared way more for this episode than me, so. <laughs> but the point of the podcast is that our name is the same. Oh man, we're, we're back. back. <laughs> we're back again from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Uh, we can't afford that copyright. So um, for everyone who is listening, we are recording this at the beginning of Gemini season. So oh I'm no, alive. She's, getting, she's getting all spiritual. <laughs> Shit. I'm alive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we are thriving. <laughs> so great. I'm a Gemini, obviously. You could tell by my bubbly personality. Um, <laughs> bubbly one const- minute and sleep the next. <laughs> yeah, pretty much in a constant need for attention. That's my other sign of a Gemini. <laughs> I saw like one of my favorite Gemini memes the other day that I've ever seen. It was literally like that picture of a skeleton on a bicycle and it was captioned uh when you're when you're sad and your Gemini friend shows up to help you and the, and the skeleton was saying uh get get on you sad fuck <laughs> like get on the bike you sad fuck like, yeah it's time to go it's time to go <laughs> I love I love being a Gemini I'm a very proud Gemini I embody all of the characteristics of a Gemini, including the bad ones. There's this misconception about being a Gemini that you're like two-faced, but that's not the case. I think it's just more like you're multifaceted and you kind of wear a lot of hats. And I definitely think I fit into that mold. I definitely don't think I'm two-faced in the negative sense, but I definitely think I kind of morph into a different person depending on who I'm with. Well, I'm a Capricorn and I'm definitely a goat, so that was pretty <laughs> accurate. <laughs> and I'm a two-headed man, so it works out. Uh, what have you been up to, Allison? Doing anything else? We're still in the season of Rona here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm, Al- I'm Allison. Oh, yeah. And I'm Allie. Uh, And this is All Is On with the Allisons, where all is on the table. (laughs) Isn't that so clever? Um, It is. I told my friend and she just got it. I was like, Sabrina, we've been recording this for weeks. And she was like, I just got it though. I I literally, like like, every person that I've told about this is literally like, oh yeah, your name does do that. I'm like, no shit. We're we're somewhat smart. (laughs) We're not Um, idiots, but it may come off that way sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) We're witty. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's been good. Just uh, getting getting fit. I just did the Murph challenge, which is- the shittiest uh, CrossFit workout ever, but they do it every Memorial Day. So we are uh, recording this episode the week of Memorial Day. And I uh, was not a responsible citizen in the fact that I went on a boat with a bunch of my friends on Sunday. <laughs> therefore, I was up late that night and was not in the place to do a Murph on Monday. So <laughs> it's Wednesday and uh, my boyfriend and I did it today. And coincidentally, his last name is Murphy. So every time I keep saying I did a Murph, he's like, yeah, you did. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I know. I saw, I saw your Facebook post. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I am... Um, I didn't know what that was till I actually read your Facebook post right before we started recording this. And um, yeah, I would rather die than do that. Like, I literally, I always forget like how niche my fitness community is. And then I like say shit, like I did a Murph and everyone doesn't know what I mean by that. Yeah, no, I, well, my um, Cody's sister is um, a personal trainer and a nutrition coach, does very similar things to what you do. And she did a Murph too. And I was like, I don't know what that is. They're- she's one of like the CrossFit athletes though, right? Like she's Yeah, she there. is. Yes. Yeah. She's like a nationally ranked CrossFit athlete. Yeah. Um, if you ever have any questions on that, she, I could get you her info. She would love to help you. But she would have kicked my ass. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, I don't know what time she did it in, but something crazy, which she, I don't think she does a ton of like straight cardio. And I know there's a two mile run in that, but yeah. Um, I was, I saw what it was and I was like, I straight up would rather die. Like, yeah. I, so there's for, just no way. <laughs> talking about it, for those who are curious, it's, uh, you, the original thing, it was named after a Navy SEAL who was killed in Afghanistan and he, 
did this workout like three times a week while he was over there. Um, it's run one mile, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 uh, squats, and then you run another mile. And this guy used to do it with a 20-pound weight vest on. Um, and one of the gyms in town modified it if you didn't have a pull-up bar at home. So instead of the pull-ups, you do 400 sit-ups and my tailbone is going to have a terrible rash. We had to change it to like oblique crunches halfway through. So we weren't on our tailbones anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, we finished it in like 48, 42, I think, which is pretty okay. But yeah, the record was just broken. Some guy did it in like under 34 minutes, I think, which is insane. And I think he did it with wow. And you guys too. got really close to that. You we're, got you were within like 14 minutes of that. It would yeah. have taken me seven hours because I would have <laughs> had to take hour breaks between everything. There's <laughs> no way I would have done that to begin with. I can't even run like if I run a mile, I'm like I did my exercise for today. Like yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Like there's no freaking way I could do <laughs> that much. I just I'm not that fit. And even when I think I was at my fittest, I don't think I could have done that either. The I'm just one like not... redeeming quality of that is you're allowed to do all of it in whatever order you want. So like I've totally done it before where like I split the mile runs up into smaller portions. Um, today for the middle section, we did, uh, we did 10 rounds in the middle. So it was 20 pushups, 30 squats, 40 sit-ups, And we like rotated that out for 10 rounds. Oh my God. Um, That's so horrible. It's still horrible. Yeah. <laughs> we had to split up the pushups more towards the end cause I wasn't getting good ones and it doesn't count if you don't do a good rep. So it's like, true. ah, <laughs> that's, that's how, um, when we watched, Cody's sister do CrossFit. Like if there was a bad rep, it didn't count. Yeah. And she, cause she does like competitions and stuff with teams mm -hmm. and, and we've seen her do it and it's nuts. I mean, it's brutal. And, and Cody is like really into, well, I say he's really into exercise. He can be, <laughs> I would say we both have been bad influences on each other. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we, um, we went and watched his sister and he's like really into fitness and he's like, you know, done CrossFit before and stuff. And we watched a competition. He goes, you couldn't pay me to do this. He's <laughs> like, there's no fucking way. And I mean, and he's a big burly dude. Yeah, like he's, 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 he's really fit. He's got a little bit of a dad bot that he's really self-conscious about, but I think he's flawless. So he's, <laughs> he's, well, like, he's also like got one of those jobs where he's being super physical too. So, well, like, yes, that's, and that's why I told him, I was like, I don't think you should. Cause he was like, I need to start going to the gym. I need to lose weight. And I was like I think that's the opposite of what you need to do I think you need to sleep more and rest sleep. more yeah <laughs> when yeah. he came home this weekend he slept for like which Cody never sleeps he'll sleep like five six hours a night max and he came home we napped all afternoon ate dinner and then napped all night oh <laughs> slept all night I guess technically Jeez. napped all night yeah I mean it's a nap for you though you're a night shift nurse you just bounce it's true. around like last <laughs> night I went to bed at like 1 a.m and woke up at 7 and then I'll probably nap when we're done here and then like be up till 1 a.m and then just do it all over again <laughs> yeah dude doing that Murph in the Texas sun at noon was not smart I'm I can't believe you right did now. that it's um we're supposed to get up to 112 this week oof yeah and also like uh, to be fair we keep mentioning the Rona since we were like in the Rona season while we're recording these and mm -hmm. you and I are in like two of the few states that are actually like like opening up you know well yeah. actually I say two of the few it's probably the majority are opening back up but we just keep slowly yeah. out New York and California um but yeah I'm in Texas you're in Arizona and like shit's opening again which is so weird Shit is opening they announced today that uh Disney World's going to be opening on July 15th um oh, or July 11th and then July 15th they're going to open up two other parks Disneyland hasn't said anything I still think it's going to be a while um but there's your Disney update for That's all so of the one person that cares. <laughs> That's so crazy to me because like LA County is closed through August and like that's so close but also Orange County and Anaheim are like super Republican so. It, yeah and that's that's the tough thing is is who's gonna be you know. Yeah. It's tough to say um, we're I mean we've we're slowly opening Governor Ducey the governor of Arizona is it's implementing planned phases mm -hmm. which I think most states are yeah we're so currently we. in phase one so like gyms opened up and like most places we could eat in a restaurant we ate at which which today um nice. which was nice um just to like eat in a restaurant yeah yeah um, and you know like we could go to target for like non-essential shopping which was nice so, like I bought frames I went to Michael's and bought frames yeah you went without like, target for two months I actually, I went to Target twice in the two months. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, I uh, don't tell my work this, but I uh, bought my patient a t-shirt one day. Aww. I was like, I have to go to Target to get him a t-shirt. Um, 
just don't tell work. I got, if is they ask like, I got it in the wildlife like, room. Yeah. Is that like count as playing favorites or something? <laughs> um, the truth is, is that everybody does it, but I don't think we're technically supposed to. Like mm. I have a stash of stuff in my locker that I just donate. Like I'll have yeah. baby blankets and baby socks and t-shirts and soap and stuff. And like, if a family needs it or like a baby gets extubated and we should put a little outfit on them, then I just yeah. go pick it um, for my locker. But I think- I don't tend to like go out and specifically buy things for patients. I just give them what I already have. Yeah. Um, which I just buy on. Cl- <laughs> Interesting. Cause that's what I do for homeless people in Austin. It's like we're the we're same person. Donations. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's interesting that you say that. Cause yeah, I do. I just like stuff that I find for cheap. I just collect and then give to my patients whenever they need it. You know, even things like binkies or, yeah. you know, like babies can always use stuff like that. And I don't work with just babies. I work with big kids too, but, um, I feel like the babies are what I always want to take care of. And I'm like, here's a little outfit. It's too big for you, but it's so cute. (laughs) You'll grow into it. You're fine. Um, Speaking of of small children, I think that's a good segue. (laughs) Into our topic. Into our topic. (laughs) Uh, Our topic this week is we're going to talk about some personal paranormal stories because that's just like one of my favorite things to talk about. Allison and I have really bonded over it. Um, It's one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, it's so it. interesting. And there it's was very uh, minimal, as in no research put into this episode, which I kind of like. Um, yeah, it's that just, brings Allie to my level, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> which is still, I still know a lot about it. Like, I know I won't be able to reference specific articles and stuff, but like, I have a fair knowledge on like some theories behind certain paranormal things occur or why certain things might happen. And it kind of goes in a lot to like the Mandela effect and whatnot just kind of like the certain parallel universes and things happening at different times and being able to say things you shouldn't and kind of that universe, um, multiverse kind of thing. Yeah. I was actually going to tie it into that. I was like, Oh, we just talked about that theory. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the main theories with like paranormal activity is, Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe you're just looking into another, another dimension, um, to some degree, whatever that means in, in metaphysics and all, and all that stuff. Uh, quantum physics. <laughs> well, and my my main reason, aside from like my personal experiences for believing in ghosts, is that, um, and and there's probably plenty of scientific left brain people who are going to disagree for the exact same reason. But um, it's Newton's law that energy cannot be created or destroyed. Right. So I consider a soul energy, right? So like mm-hmm. our body is physical energy, and when we die, we'll go into the earth, and then the nitrogen process or whatever will continue, and blah right. blah blah. But like the energy that physically goes through us, that the brain, what we create and put into the universe, the woo-woo, if you will, is also a form of energy. So that can't be destroyed either. So that's why I think being a ghost is totally a possibility because where else is that energy going to go? Yeah, totally. Like, I mean, even I I believe people can yell at me on our email if I'm wrong, but I believe that um, like the aura, the existence of the aura has like somewhat been proven like like in the world Mm -hmm. of physics um, as in like your personal energy that you're emitting can like extend like six feet around you or some shit like that. So (laughs) how um, far we need to be away from everybody else. Yeah. So you let your aura touch another aura <laughs> only auras can touch in this society um it's like i'm or i'm only touching your aura <laughs> um hilarious but uh yeah so um like that's interesting right because it's like well what if a ghost is just like the aura stayed intact after mm-hmm. it left the body like i think a lot of people think that like that sort of energy might just explode into the universe and expand but what if it doesn't Mm -hmm. what if it just stays contained Mm -hmm. um yeah i think you know i think there's no way to really prove it i'm sure some serious physicist could come on and try to tell me otherwise um i'm the truth is is i am not smart enough to be a physicist there's no (laughs) way physics this is gonna make me sound really pretentious and like a big asshole which i am but physics is the only class i gotta be in in my (laughs) entire life (laughs) like quantum physicists don't know what quantum physics is so (laughs) they're like it does and it does not exist i mean it's like Schrodinger like yeah you know all of those people were just so smart and that idea that is a little bit too conceptual for me I'm a pretty like like I'm pretty like open-minded to a lot of stuff but like I like things based on science generally I'm a little bit more left-brained than I am right-brained yeah so yeah it's uh, but I do I do believe in ghosts and I do believe in paranormal stuff and 
I go back and forth on aliens, but (laughs) (laughs) I just want, I've been watching, I know we went on a Rick and Morty rant last time, but like I've watched so much more Rick and Morty and like, I finally watched the episode where like how they destroyed the earth and had to switch dimensions. And I think about that episode every single day and I'm just like, wow, I need to stop getting, because like every decision that I make now or everything where there's an alternate option from what happens, Mm -hmm. I'm like, shit, there's another world where that other one just happened. (laughs) Oh, I think about that all the time. Like, there is a world where, like, you know, I wasn't late to our meeting today. Yeah. Something may have happened. Just an infinite amount of universes. So why does this universe matter? (laughs) It's like positive nihilism. Yeah. (laughs) Positive nihilism. Yeah. um, That should be the the title for this episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Positive nihilism. Uh, Yeah. So do you want to kick it off with a ghost story? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Allison's ghost stories are a lot more interesting than mine, I think. And another reason why we wanted to talk about this stuff is I fucking love hearing people's ghost stories. Yes. Like, email them in. We want to read them. We want to talk to the, about them on the podcast. And I know, like, a lot of other podcasts do this. Um, but guess what? I think it's a great idea. So, yeah. Uh, and we I actually have an email it. and social media now. We do, yes. Uh, and we're, I think we're tentatively going to like put an intro at the beginning of every episode that we've already recorded, just saying all that information. Yes. Um, so we'll, and we'll plug it again at the end. Um, um, I'm just going to go ahead and throw the Twitter out there right now. It's just Allison underscore podcast. Uh, Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, the correct way to spell it. Um, <laughs> Find us. <laughs> Allison underscore podcast. That's our Twitter. Uh, feel free to send stuff there. And we've got we've got an Instagram uh, and an email. We do, too. yeah. Our Instagram is uh, Allison. Shit, hold on. I think it's just Allison Pod, right? It is Allison Podcast. A L L I S O N P O D C A S T. Allison Podcast, and I believe that's also our Gmail. Our Gmail. I think it's Allison Podcast. Allison Podcast. Gmail. Yes, I believe that's it too. Um, so that's all Um, of our information and we'll plug all those at the beginning yeah i just gotta say as far as the twitter goes we had to put the underscore because some bitches who had a teen wolf podcast in 2015 have the original allison podcast handle so so anyone listening to this fuck you (laughs) (laughs) if you are those girls teen wolf isn't that important please delete twitter twitter yeah (laughs) especially because like it'd be different if it had been active but it hasn't been active in five years and for the record neither has teen wolf but (laughs) also please don't internet bully these kids we'll we'll get it fair and square yeah they're they're probably like 17 now because i think 12 year olds probably (laughs) that's like the female equivalent of being like a 12 year old boy on call of duty and telling people you're gonna fuck their mom it's like i have a girl who watches teen wolf i'm gonna start a podcast, a podcast about, about it. it oh my god that's so true oh my god Very that dumb. reminds me of the 12 year old boys that keep kicking my brother off xbox <laughs> <laughs> they seriously get so mad and they tell you like oh my god fuck your mom all the time and it's so oh funny. literally they'll be like they'll keep taunting alex and saying all this horrible shit and then alex will be like dude fuck you what are you doing and they'll be like reported and then he won't be allowed to be on xbox <laughs> for two weeks <laughs> I was like, those are some serious trolls. And I mean, the Rona has only made it worse because people can't leave their house or do anything. Oh, I'm sure. Those kids that were already getting minimal sunlight just don't even have to go to school now. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. We're going to become vampires. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Uh, Well, oh, wait. This will be a good transition question. Vampire or ghost? Which one would you want to be? Well, uh, I hope, I've always said this. Like, I shit you not. You can ask my mom. I've always said that uh, if I want to live my life well enough, so when I die, one, I'll be reincarnated into an owl. Although that's recently changed because owls have to work really hard for their food. And my cats are really fucking lazy. They don't do anything. So I, now I want to be a domesticated house cat. Um, <laughs> or two, I want to be reincarnated into the friendly ghost, like mm. Casper. I want to be Allie, the friendly ghost. Uh-huh. Where like, I'll unplug the straightening iron if you forgot to unplug it. And like, I'll help tidy up your bed a little bit. But like, I also want to fuck with you a little bit. Like, maybe I'll wake you up in the middle of the morning and be like, where are my lucky charms? You know, like, <laughs> I want to, like, I want to, like, be a little bit of a poltergeist, kind of like Peeves in Harry Potter, read the books, you bitches. Um, or I want to be, like, uh, like, just, like, Casper the Friendly Ghost and do kind things. I, 
am rereading Twilight because I hate myself. And <laughs> oh my God, Edward is horrible. He's horrible. There's no way it could be a vampire. He's a horrible person. And like he anyone, just sucks as a person. He does. He's so like he uses this term, but he is. He's masochistic, and he's like a manipulative and abusive towards Bella because <laughs> he makes her feel bad about everything she can't control. Yeah, and I'm like, that's horrible. Like if my daughter were dating someone like that, I'd be like, burn him. He sucks. <laughs> Get the stake. Let's stab his heart. <laughs> uh, you can, according to them, you can only rip them apart and burn the pieces or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, that's but, right. I have. It's been a minute since I read those. Uh, well, rightfully, uh, I'm reading them because I wanted garbage. Rona, I just wanted to be like sucked into a garbage universe. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> like I read them in like a day. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got angry. What about you, ghost or vampire? I'd probably want to be a ghost too. I do like the the a lot of the Twilight like elements of vampires. Like you get to be hot, you live forever, <laughs> like all that stuff. But yeah, I'd probably want to be a ghost still, just because there's easier transport. I like yeah, I like that you were just like I want to be a friendly poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I literally the thing that the thing that popped into my head was like so me as a person, but in ghost form, <laughs> <laughs> a friendly poltergeist like Peeves from Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's kind of what I'm thinking like he liked to fuck with people and do stupid shit but like he wasn't a bad ghost but the an actual poltergeist is very scary yeah um, and can it is kind of like a demon in a sense have you had times. any experience with those personally uh no thank god yeah that's terrifying I know like my mom had one instance like where it wasn't pleasant but it also wasn't like recurring to any extent um this is like one of my favorite ghost stories it's not a personal one it's my mom's but like um first of all so many red flags in this situation she went to live um with this like host family um when she was in college like it was i guess cheaper to live with them or whatever than to like get a dorm um when she met them for the first time, the dad looked like this guy who had been in her recurring nightmare growing up, like oh just God, chasing so her. Yeah. So I was like, first of all, no, I would have found another place to live. Um, <laughs> second of all, she said one night, like fairly recently after she moved in there, she woke up one night and um, there was like a woman, like a silvery woman floating above her. And when my mom went to scream, the woman swooped down and held my mom's neck so she couldn't Ooh. breathe. So it's very much like night terror. Um, what's it? What's that sounds that? like sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. That's what I was going to say. So I've had mm -hmm. several people be like, oh, what if she had like sleep paralysis, which is totally valid. That's, that's definitely mm -hmm. a thing that could have happened. Um, but yeah, she said she couldn't breathe for a few minutes. And then like, as soon as like, it's just suddenly kind of went away. And then my mom was like, oh yeah, I just fell back asleep. And I was like, what? <laughs> she, but she's like pretty convinced it's a ghost. And I'd say she's pretty tapped into stuff to like know the difference. But mm -hmm. um, the next morning she told the host family about it and they were like, oh shit. Like the, the house across the street, which your bedroom faces its garage. Um, a woman killed herself in that garage a few years ago by turning the car on and keeping the garage door closed and asphyxiating herself. Oh my God. So my mom was like, well, that would kind of make sense if it was a ghost then. Cause she was just like choking me the way she choked herself. <laughs> oh God. That's so sad. Yeah. Luckily it was just once, but I was just like, damn, I, I would not have wanted to stay after that. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, we get, uh, no. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Probably gonna have nightmares talking about this. Oh, well. <laughs> I still love it. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything. I'm very fortunate. I'm very interested in the paranormal. Like when I was in elementary school, I read all of the paranormal books at my library and my librarian thought I was really weird. Um, <laughs> and like, I've always just kind of been interested in the macabre and like things that are kind of fucked up. Um, but like the only one I can really think of that comes to mind is like, I'm very in tune to my grandfather. Um, my paternal grandfather, his name was Leighton. Yeah. And uh, he passed away when I was like five, um, five or six. And I have some memories of him, but not a ton. But mm -hmm. I feel his presence like all the time. Less so lately, I think because I've kind of been on my own and he was there supporting me a lot more at the nursing school and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I feel his presence all the time. And once uh, we were... I was in high school living in the Round Rock house and my mom was in the bathroom doing something 
And I went in there to go do something as well in the bathroom. And we saw the door open to the bathroom and we were like, oh, it must be dad. And we like turned around and no one was there. Like we saw a figure and everything. Oh my God. <laughs> and we were like, oh my God, that wasn't dad. Cause my dad walked out, walked in the door like 15 minutes later. And we were like, oh my God, what was that? And then my mom was like, oh, I bet it was granddad. Cause she's really in tune to feeling him too. She like will feel spirits and she'll feel presences and be like so and so's here and she's had like weird premonition type dreams before um but it's crazy like there's that experience and then like not that long after that um I was sleeping in the Round Rock house and I had my door cracked and the door like swung open and I thought the cats were gonna walk in because I had cats at the time mm -hmm. and they didn't but my got all of a sudden the door slammed shut. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> but oh I wasn't God. afraid. So I think it was probably my granddad again, just like being like, Hey, I'm here. Interesting. But yeah, I slept after that. So that yeah. tells me I probably wasn't that afraid, but I definitely remembering it happened. And that house definitely wasn't haunted. It was like, it felt you like know, it was you guys, not the yeah, house. No. Yeah. yeah. Cause the house wasn't that old. I think it was built in like 2000 three or four we moved in in like 2007 yeah. so unless it was built on some bad juju which maybe it was i mean we did most of texas is yeah built on bad <laughs> juju but yeah um but that's pretty much it um for me but you have some really cool ones yeah well though that made me think of two different ones so from the from the grandpa thing my mom is similar to yours and like she feels her dad's presence all the time and um has definitely mentioned before, like he used to smoke, uh, like a very specific type of tobacco, uh, like cigar. And, um, so she smells cigar smoke like all the time. Um, and one time it was, I think it was two Christmases ago. We had like gone to my grandma's house for dinner, other side of the family. Grandma, uh, came back and all four of us, my parents and my brother and I walked into the house and all of us were like, what's burning? Like we're sniffing around and like, we're just in the foyer of our house. And then my mom was like, Oh, it's cigar. It's like, it's cherry tobacco or whatever it was. And I just looked at her and I was like, grandpa. And she goes, yep. And then like, as soon as we said that the smell was completely gone, which like it's cigar smoke takes forever to like, you don't just, mm -hmm. that's why a cigarette, you know, people don't want to smoke in their houses. It takes forever to get out. So like, that was really interesting. Wow. That's um, cool. I, just, I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. I just got chills talking about it. It was pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, the second one that reminded me of was um, when I was younger, my dad traveled a lot. Both of us had dads that traveled a lot, depending mm -hmm. on, you know. Uh, and so there was a time when I was in middle school when my dad was, uh, he, he worked for IBM. So he had to be in New York and Rochester at like the main plant for three weeks out of the month. And then he got to come home for one week. Um, so one of the times when he was gone, for whatever reason, I think it was storming out that night or something. I don't know. Sometimes I would like to sleep with my mom, uh, mm -hmm. when he was gone. And I remember waking up one night and I was sleeping in his side of the bed and like the bed faces the entrance to the bathroom in their bedroom. And, um, I remember like seeing like a figure walking toward the bathroom door, um, as if it had just walked into the bedroom, it was like walking toward the bathroom door. And then I said something like, Oh dad, you're home. Like, like intending to get out of the bed and mm -hmm. go upstairs so he could have his spot. And I just saw it kind of like pause in the doorway to the bathroom and start taking its pants off because like mm -hmm. my dad sleeps in his underwear and I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Sorry. Mm -hmm. It took its pants off. And then it just started walking toward where I was sleeping. Not like in a threatening way. It literally just felt mm -hmm. like an imprint of like, but it was also just a black figure. Like it, mm -hmm. it wasn't actually like, it, it's not that like he walked by the window when it was closer to my bed and I saw his face and it was my dad. There was just, it was black. And then I was like, kind of like, why isn't he answering me? And right as it got to the side of the bed, it, it went away. And that makes me wonder if that's like a parallel universe type thing where you're yeah. seeing where you saw something or you remember something from a different timeline, right? Cause maybe in a different timeline, your dad did come home. Yeah. And that's kind of like the wires got crossed and that's what you saw. Cause yeah, just like you said, it wasn't menacing, right? Yeah. It literally, it literally felt like that. Like it, it felt like that was my dad. Cause the build was the same. Mm -hmm. Um, he's a pretty, he's a pretty tall, muscular guy, like ex football player. And yeah, it, it just was so weird. And, and I didn't feel uncomfortable going back to sleep after that. It was yeah. like, it, it, that, it really did. That was the closest I've had to like what felt like a, a, an energy imprint of some sort. Like he has done that a million times. He walks into mm -hmm. the bedroom, he takes his pants off, he goes mm -hmm. to the bed and goes to sleep. Um, but yeah, that was really interesting. 
uh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. I don't, do you have any like negative experiences? Luckily not too crazy. Um, I'll save my favorite story, personal story for last. Um, mm -hmm. it's like a really good one that you've heard before, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I would say like, uh, two different times it was like, um, it was like on the edge of being a, a negative experience. So when I was younger and I've talked with my mom and, um, and like her great, her great aunt. So it was my great, great aunt. Um, when I was little, she was still alive. Her name was Dada <laughs> and Dada. Um, and, uh, she was super psychic, like future seeing psychic. Like she would read mm -hmm. your palm, she would read your tea leaves, whatever. And, um, and so I've always had that like kind of conversation with my mom about like, what's going on? What's this paranormal stuff, you know? And, um, my mom is more along the lines of like, she sees spirits and then like her sister is more along the lines of Aunt Dada where it's like she has premonitions. And um, so it's always just been like kind of knowledge amongst us that like the women in the family are kind of tuned into something. And, um, but my mom has always been like, you know, be very careful. Like don't like, don't poke the bear sort of thing. Um, yes. And, uh, and I just remember one time, like I, I, and I was young, I was in like middle school or something. I just really wanted to talk to my grandpa on my dad's side. Cause I'd never met him. He died when my dad was 13. And so I just remember like sitting, I think I actually was like sitting in the bathroom, like about to take a shower or something. And I just like sat on the toilet and like thought like, I want to talk to grandpa Tommy and just like put that out there. Like, let's talk to grandpa Tommy. And I just had this wave of like negative energy come over me. And now that I'm older and I experience it more, I feel like I'm pretty clear audience. Like I hear stuff that isn't necessarily there a lot. And so I, I just remember like not really registering it at the time that I was hearing stuff that was negative. Mm -hmm. I just felt like, oh, there's negative whatever here. I need to stop. And I just kind of pulled away and I said a prayer in Jesus name and all that mm -hmm. stuff and like never tried again. Um, that one's pretty vague, but a really uh, a really interesting one was the very first time I meditated, like seriously meditated. Mm. Um, I put on a soundtrack and there's this type of meditation called binaural beat meditation where you play a tone in one ear, it plays a tone in the other ear, and then your brain wants to reconcile the difference between the two notes. And it sounds like there's a third note played, but your brain is entirely making it up. And it's basically like the median point between the two binaural beats within each ear. It's very mm. interesting. Um, so I played one of those and it had like waves or something in the background too. So it was like just a really calming meditation. And I liked that it was giving my brain something to focus on to do during the meditation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was like a 15 minute track. And I just remember sitting in my room in my old apartment and like the meditation was great. But at the end of the track, I remember being pissed off at the manufacturer because it had like this, like crunching, scratching, screeching, scream. Like it was like metallic and also someone screaming. And like, it was just this really gross grinding halt at the end of it. Like Ew. everything had been so peaceful up until that point. And it like made me pull my headphones out. Like what the fuck? It broke me out of the meditation. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is the dumbest way for someone to end a meditation track. Why would they do that? Mm -hmm. The next day I played the exact same track and it doesn't end that way. That's so weird. And, uh, and I've never had that happen again, but I was just like, Ew. what is like, that's so weird. And I, I wasn't putting out anything bad. I just was sitting there trying to like be quiet. <laughs> yeah. But that's the, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Do you have I, any stories that like people have told you that you want to share? Like yeah. mom or I think like the coolest one is, um, this didn't happen to me. Uh, it happened to my mom. And her best friend they were in colonial williamsburg which is uh in virginia and it's really cool it's like basically kind of like a step back in time where like you can go and people are still dressed in like the 1700s clothes and they talk to you like it's the 1700s and it's super cool it's like it's like a it's it's literally a step back in time it's one of my favorite <laughs> places it's so neat um because i love history and i really love american history uh so they were there and my dad went to take me to go see the college of William and Mary was putting on like love labors lost or midsummer or some Shakespeare play. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my dad wanted to take me to see that. And so my mom, her best friend and all the little kids, my brother and, um, my mom's best friends, two kids went on a ghost tour of Williamsburg. So excuse me, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> She's we... not the one drinking kombucha today either. <laughs> nope. I am drinking soda though. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we road tripped up to New Jersey and then road trip back through Virginia. And so we were driving through like the middle of nowhere, Mississippi. Oh. And my brother was like, I want to look at our photos. Oh my God. I haven't heard this story. I'm so excited. You haven't? Oh, I no. thought I told you. So my brother was like, Oh, sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit. So on the ghost tour, uh, keep in mind, my mom's best friend at the time was going through chemotherapy for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And um, for those of you that don't know, when you go through chemotherapy, you get something many people experience kind of like forgetfulness um, or kind of like just, they call it like chemo brain. We're mm -hmm. like, you think you remember something, but you don't, or you think you hear something or you misremember something or like you completely forget something else. Um, it's just basically because you're putting <laughs> poison into your body. Yeah. The cancer. So yeah. Kind of some of the neurons and stuff. So um when they were walking, they walked past this house, which um I'll get the name of, I don't remember what it was called. Um, they walked past this house and Melanie, my mom's this friend, heard tapping on the window and she was like, There's tapping on the window. And my mom was like, No, there's not. <laughs> oh god. And they looked over at the window and Melanie's like, There it is, there it is. And my mom's like, There's no tapping on the window, it's chemo brain. <laughs> and so they, she like took a picture of it because she was taking pictures of like everything um and like that was it they moved on so um I guess what happened outside of this house from what I remember which this is kind of like folklore slash heard through the grapevine so it may not be correct but the story was that a little boy was like playing airplane in the tree and had on that like airplane kind of old-timey helmet with the goggles kind yeah. of like what little Carl wears and up yeah um and <laughs> fell out of fell out of the tree and died so that's like the oh. story. And so my brother was driving. We were driving through the middle of nowhere, Mississippi. And my brother's looking through photos. And my brother goes, holy shit, there's a ghost in this photo. Well, he didn't say that. He was eight. He was like, mom, there's a ghost in the photo. <laughs> but, he, but he said it in a high-pitched voice. Holy shit, mom, there's a ghost in the photo. He did, he was, he did curse a lot sooner than I did. Like, I didn't curse <laughs> around my parents till probably within the last year. Yeah. That fucker was cursing around my parents at like 15 they were like well there's no point in getting him in trouble he'll just do it more so, <laughs> that's valid <laughs> so um yeah we uh it, my mom was like no way and then we looked and like sure as shit there's a ghost in the window and like in the bottom pane I'll post it on Instagram and some people may not be able to see it but in, and it's it's from my mom's iPhone 4 or whatever <laughs> iPhone 3 so it's not great but like um, there's like, um, he's wearing like a coat and you can see it. And then in the window pane above it, you just see like black eyes and like a pilot helmet. Holy shit. I just got I'll, chills. I'll text it to you. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. We're totally going to put this on the Instagram. That's insane. Yeah, no, it's cool. That was my like two truths and a lie for a really long time is like, I have a picture of a ghost. That's um, so cool. I'm pretty That's sure. That's like a good two truths and a lie. <laughs> that and I think I mentioned last time we recorded my other one is that I'm related to Davy Crockett <laughs> yes <laughs> so good yeah Allie's really good at that game apparently <laughs> it's because I had to do a lot of icebreakers when I was a student leader in stupid college <laughs> um, she went to stupid college Arizona that's the name of the school <laughs> stupid college Arizona they won't appreciate me saying that <laughs> I'm just kidding I love your Arizona State blah 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 whatever I definitely have it. I just need to find it. It might yes. be on, I thought it was saved on my computer, but I'm not seeing it, which tells me it's probably not, Oh. but I bet it's on Facebook. I definitely have it saved somewhere. I just need to find it. Well, it will definitely be on Instagram. We'll find it. I, I definitely have it. If anywhere, it's saved on a thumb drive. <laughs> thumb drives. Well, my computer, my computer has less memory than my phone does. My computer only Whoa. has like 28 gigabytes of memory because I bought it in 2013 or whatever. Oh, yeah. They like so, shot up the memory on everything the last year or two. Yeah. So, and I mean, I don't, this computer works fine unless this podcast gets ginormous or something. I'm not planning on buying a new one until I go back to grad school. Yeah. Um, which probably won't be for another year or two. Hashtag save that money. <laughs> Um, I know. Oh I'm shit. I'll find it. It's a oh. really cool picture. So as far as like mom stories go, I'll have Ooh. one more. I have one more scary one from her. Um, when she was younger playing with a Ouija board. And Don't do that folks. Know, Don't play yeah. with a fucking Ouija board. I know you're bored. I know it's coronavirus season. 
Do not play with the Ouija board. We are pro ghost stories and anti Ouija board. However, if you have <laughs> listen, if you have used a Ouija board before you heard this message, I want to hear your Ouija one, board story. I want to hear your, your Ouija board stories. But if you do a Ouija board after the day you hear this podcast, don't expect us. Well, we'd still want to hear the story, honestly, but don't blame us. We told you yeah, not to. Yeah, for real. We um, said no. So maybe this story will dissuade you a little bit. Um, my uh, my mom was playing with one with her friends one time, and uh, she said that they I don't remember. They're just asking it stupid stuff, and it was like answering all these questions. And then they kind of like got a little more into it. And she was like, I know people think that like whoever's asking it questions is like controlling it somehow. But she was like, this was at a guy's house that I like kind of had a crush on, and so we didn't know each other super well. And mm-hmm. it was like answering questions about each of them that neither one of them knew about the other one. So it was like weird Oof. shit. Um, and then I guess like one of them asked you like, or ask them, um, uh, or I don't remember crap. I need to ask her the full details on this. I know like something weird happened. Like it started giving like weird answers to stuff, like, like getting angry almost like giving like, like crasser answers. They usually do. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, they, she asked it, like one of them was like, who is this? Like, who are we speaking to? And really quickly it it said, son of God, son of God, son of God. And then the Ouija board like flew away from them. Like it got knocked away. Yeah. Yeah. Did they say, I hope they said goodbye. That's what you have to do is you have to say goodbye. I think they did. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was just super like, she was like, yep, I never touched one after that. (laughs) um ew son of oh i don't like isn't that that terrifying i know i just i I just got chills from that too it's not good but it's the thing too like if you're if you're fucking with like paranormal stuff at all like you're opening oh you're opening it up you're opening up the yeah no i i fully believe that like that's why i'm nervous i was nervous to do this episode because i'm like talking about it is opening the door which could also be interpreted as you're thinking about it so your mind's gonna make up stuff right um but we have i have a good story to close us out so we'll do that in a minute yes the 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 point i wanted to make too is like if we're talking like physics and densities and things like that i know alex is reading this book right now that's like the the law of one or something like that and it's super woo woo like into the metaphysical shit talking about like there's eight dimensions. And then like, once you finish through the eighth dimension, you ascend into a whole new level of dimensions, like infinite levels of densities and dimensions and <laughs> da da da, like all this shit. But I mean, if we're going with that, physics does like talk about literal density, like physical density, you know, planets are very dense. That's why they have gravitational pull, all that stuff compared to space, which is very low density. And that's why like you fucking die when you're out there. Um, so I'm just like, if we're talking like spirits too, it te- it's tended, like it tends to be the theory that um, good, quote unquote, better, like kind spirits are lighter density and evil slash lesser spirits are lower density. And when you open that portal up, it's like um, the thing where, okay, like we are a low density because we are in a physical body and therefore like the bad spirits, since they are lower density, it's often easier for them to get to us first. If we start trying to talk to stuff, um, just mm, because of that's that. interesting. I know that's like super woo woo and out there that and not supported by science, woo-woo. but that is, that's, a, like, that's some crystals. <laughs> yeah. That's some crystals for sure. Shout out to the amethyst I'm wearing today. Uh, got it in Sedona. Um, but, the most woo woo place ever. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to purchase crystals outside of Sedona actually. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist except for Flagstaff. There's a couple woo woo stores that we've There's been to. There's definitely up there. a big crystal vortex place here in austin too (laughs) Um, oh really i want to go it's called nature's treasures and it's awesome we'll totally go next time you're in town um probably never because the rona yo you can come it's fine um but okay so are we are we good do you have any other uh yes i wanted to mention i I know i was a little bit distant um but i found the picture i'm gonna text it to you the house was called the peyton randolph house um and it P-E-Y-T-O-N Randolph. I'm not going to spell that. In Mississippi? No, in um, Colonial Williamsburg. Oh, that one was in Williamsburg. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, when you mentioned like we're driving through these back roads in Mississippi, I was like, oh man, that's some haunted area right there, like deep I, south. I can I can see this motherfucking ghost in this picture. Uh, and, like, I'm so scared. <laughs> I I fuck you not. Like I've looked up the picture because I was like, maybe they have like an outline or something in the window, and they don't. I've looked up this window in oh, other okay. places. I'm opening this shit up. <laughs> Whoa. I see the eyes for sure. Holy shit. And then you could see the jacket in the window. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so weird. Cause it's like the blinds are closed too. So it's yeah, like, no, it's, it's definitely not a reflection. No, like, no, it, it's not. Cause there's no phone in it. Like, yeah, no, there's, there's definitely a ghost. In the picture. eyes and the hat are like super obvious. Yeah, no, you can see it. It's freaky as fuck. That's so crazy. Yeah. So Peyton Randolph house. Um, I actually have never been, I, as much as I love ghosts, I am so scared of them. So I've never been on a ghost tour, but I want to. Um, and I actually asked Allison if she would, in my group text, I think for, instead of doing a traditional bachelorette party, we're going to stay in a haunted hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Did I say, I feel like I said something along the lines of like, fuck that, but I love you. So I'll do it. (laughs) I I probably didn't say that mean, but (laughs) I think you were like, here's a gift for how I felt. (laughs) because <laughs> i asked a couple of my other bridesmaids they're like sure i'm down i was like the only one who wouldn't be down is allison <laughs> i so i did i did spend a night at the driscoll one time which is the haunted oh, hotel in austin that, that hotel is so haunted and that's why we drink has an episode on it it's so freaky yeah 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 oh yeah i sent you the gif of uh fuck what's her name and someone just doing the raise the roof signal um it doesn't matter where it's from but uh yeah. And anyway, yeah, luckily nothing happened when I was at the Driscoll. I know both of my parents have actually had like separate, but very similar experiences there, like on two different occasions. Um, There's like mom- a woman that appears in the mirror there, like mm-hmm. an infinite mirror. And then um, there are two brides that committed suicide that you see there too. Holy shit. Wow. Talk about a runaway bride. And I think there's a, I'm pretty sure the hotel that they did, in San Antonio that's haunted that and that's why we drank it is called like the Menger or Menger Hotel okay yeah yeah. have you heard of that I think it's I think it's it's in San Antonio um and it's haunted too that I've heard so I was like yeah my mom my mom and my dad like go down there and like get drinks sometimes because they do have like a really good restaurant and bar area and like yeah I heard their um, brunch is like amazing I've never been supposed to be yeah I haven't gotten to do it but um, my mom said on two different occasions, they went there to like drink with their friends. And the first time it happened to my mom, she said she just got like, like she felt like a cool breeze. And then she suddenly just got super hot. Like she had to step out, like she got a hot flash, but this was before she was having hot flashes. <laughs> and then like, I, I seriously think it was like a couple months later, it was literally the exact same thing. My dad like was ordering drinks at the bar and he felt like a rush of wind. And then he suddenly got hot and was like sweating. And my mom was like, what just happened? He's like, I'm fucking hot. And he just, stepped out. he like had to step outside, like stepping outside, cooled him down in Austin. <laughs> In Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in the summer. Even if it's not in the summer, Texas is hot like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so. interesting. Oh, yeah. But end it, end it with your good one. I want to hear, hear it again. I know it. But okay. So um, this is definitely like the most clear one uh, for me. Um, so when I was little, this is one of my first memories. Uh, I'll preface this by saying as a baby, my mom said she used to like, you know, bounce me around and like have me, you know, over her shoulder or whatever. And she would just hear me start laughing and she would kind of like pull me away from her shoulder so she could look at my face. And I would always be like watching shit on the ceiling and like laughing at it. And even like when um, like the fan was off, like it wasn't even like I was watching the ceiling fan or anything. Um, So she was like, okay, that's weird. Um, (laughs) And then I just remember being like three or four in my old house um, and like I walked into the kitchen and when you walk into the kitchen, the actual cooking areas on your left and on your right was where the dinner table was. And there was like a blank wall behind the dinner table that like didn't have anything on it. And I just remember walking into the kitchen one day, my mom is cooking to the left. I look to the right, there's this lady standing there and she had like, she had like kind of a grandma grin, like soft grandma grin, just like happy to see you sort of face. Um, she looked like she was probably like in her early sixties. She had like a pixie haircut with like mouse brown hair. 
and um, her arms were open, like, give, come give me a hug. And uh, she was just wearing this super elegant gown that, like, you can't even describe the fabric. It looked like the closest thing it would be was, like, silk or satin or something. And it was one of those gowns that had, like, long sleeves. And when you lift the arms up, there's, like, the wing effect. Like, it connects to your finger or something, mm-hmm. and it, like, drapes down. And, um, and, like, the entire dress was gold and shimmering, and there were just, like, jewels on the bodice, and it just looked like glitter was flowing down from her arms. And it was just, like, obviously a really good thing to see. There was nothing bad about it. Um, but I also was four, and I was me, and I literally walked in, and I see, like, this woman doing this, whatever she's doing against the wall behind the kitchen table. And my exact words were, Mom, who's the lady? <laughs> and she's, like, you know, chopping something or whatever. And she was like, I, uh, what are you talking about? And I was like, mom, there's a lady right there. What's she doing? And, <laughs> and my mom turned around and looked at where I was pointing and didn't see anything. And she's like, Allison, there's no lady there. I don't know what you're talking about. And I like argued with her for <laughs> minutes over this. And the woman's just standing there with her arms open. <laughs> and I never like went over to like do anything about it. It's just like the conversation ended because my mom was like, there's no one there. And so I just had to be like, okay, bye lady. Like, <laughs> and that was it. And then like, since then it's like been a thing of growing up like ever like I feel like I see her now more than ever I don't get that long of a look at her anymore but like um I was never like intentional about trying to see her while growing up but like um there's definitely certain instances like I remember in fifth grade on the playground one time I looked over and I saw her like by the basketball hoop and then I saw her like shoot into the air um and like when I first started driving I remember looking like out the window to check my mirror or something and I like saw her flying in the sky next to me like just shit like that and um now it's like I feel like I get glimpses of light that I'm like oh that's her or whatever um Mm -hmm. and I do it a lot more frequently and I don't know if it's because I meditate more or like I pray more intentionally or shit like that but um it's always just been a really good presence and we call her my guardian angel and uh I think her name is Lillian which would be interesting I I literally the only way I can tell you I know that is because I meditated one day and I just was like who is she it wasn't even like I'm trying to contact her it was just like who do I think this is Mm -hmm. and the name Lillian just like came to my head so clearly and then I was thinking about it afterwards and I was like oh my mom had an aunt Lil. I wonder if her full name was Lillian. And so I asked my mom, she was like, yeah. And I said like, Oh, when did she pass away? Like, was I already alive when she passed away or did she pass away before I was born? And my mom said she passed away like three years before I was born. Mm. So I was like, Oh, that could be interesting. And she, did she have short brown hair. Um, I haven't seen any pictures of her. I think I need, I think my mom found some the other day. Um, I need to go back and look, but, um, like, I, yeah, I was like trying to Google her to find pictures and stuff, but apparently like she was the crazy one of like the wild card, crazy one of the family, which makes sense that she would be my guardian angel. She was like, (laughs) she was like, you know, loud and like to have fun. And apparently like this sums her up pretty well. My mom said on the day of my mom's wedding, um, Aunt Lil was like the last person to walk right before my mom came out. And when my mom (laughs) came out to like line up behind her, Aunt Lil looked at my mom and said, Good Lord, Patty, Steve's going to have a hard on when he sees you. <laughs> so that's oh my Lil God. in the 90s. <laughs> Born in like the 20s or 20s. But, that's amazing. That's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's, a, that's my good story. And that is a good one. one. Yeah, no, that's a really good one. I remember you telling me that when we were in Europe because um, we started talking about this when we were in Europe a couple years ago because this is not nearly as exciting as your story, but when we saw, which this isn't supernatural per se, but like when we were um, actually in Stratford-upon-Avon, which is where Shakespeare's from, we went yes. to the cemetery where Shakespeare's buried and both Allison and I saw a white dove above the church, which is like so spooky. So rare. And we were like, we had just found his family's graves and we were already mm-hmm. like kind of being super respectful because this was just this beautiful church ground. Super oh my God. Your perfect day out too, like no rain. Um, it was amazing. Hard for England. And then like, um, yeah, we were walking around and we heard like the chorus practicing, right? Like the church chorus was like having oh, a that's rehearsal. Right. Oh, I just got the chills. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. We like, I think I sat down to like say a prayer or something. And like, we, I just remember standing up from that and looking up at the, one of the steeples. It was like, yeah. Like the dove. 
It was yeah. so crazy. It was, yeah. it was just totally meant to be. It was awesome. It that was, was such a cool experience. That yeah. whole trip was so great. We saw a lot of really cool stuff on that trip and totally. a lot of, felt a lot of spooky stuff because we saw I know. some spooky stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we started talking about it too because we were like, didn't we debate like doing a ghost tour or something too? Like we thought about doing it. Well, wasn't like, there a Jack the Ripper tour we had talked about maybe yeah. doing? I think that was it. Um, which now that I know a lot more about Jack the Ripper, that's an example of dark tourism for you going totally. flashing back to one of our other episodes. <laughs> um, Cause a lot of people do the Jack the Ripper tour. Like it's not even people yeah. who aren't like super into true crime, such as myself um, will do the Jack the Ripper tour. It's very common just because Jack the Ripper is one of the most infamous serial killers, especially because he was never caught and yeah. he wrote to the media and he was creepy. So, that's like such a, he's such an outlier. That's probably why he's so famous because like he, yeah, the ones that write to the media usually get caught. Well him and he reminds me a lot of the Axeman of New Orleans. Um, if you've ever heard of that story, which there is a loosely based character uh, in American Horror Story season three based on the Axeman of New Orleans. Um, but that's a true case where like it's a dude who wrote to the media killed multiple people with an axe and then wrote to the media and said, I'm going to attack again on this day unless everybody plays jazz and everybody played jazz and no one got killed. What the fuck? I didn't know that one. We might need to do an episode on that because that is crazy. It's a very fascinating episode. Uh, episode. Very fascinating story. I, I like, not that I like getting murdered, but I hope this and you've listened to a couple other episodes, you understand that like, I don't, I don't like true crime. I don't like people dying. I don't like that this happens, but it does. And I'm fascinated behind, like, why would, who gave someone the idea of being like, I will murder everyone and I will murder again unless you play jazz music. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's so fascinating to me. Um, and he, what's interesting is he actually said he was a demon from hell. Like the guy that wrote in and did that? Mm-hmm. He just yeah. He said he was a demon, which is really interesting. Uh, and, you know, lots of people blame lots of things. And, and there's so many fascinating ghost stories out there and great pictures and stuff. Aside from just like, you know, the ghost adventures <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that or paranormal 911, which is what <laughs> I've been watching oh on, on Amazon Prime. <laughs> ghost hunters. I was a ghost hunters fiend back in the day. I've actually never seen an episode of ghost hunters, but I mentioned this in the dark tourism episode. I have been to his museum of haunted artifacts yeah. uh, in Vegas, which is so cool. Um, and and that he has, and I'll mention it again, he's got haunted dolls. He has the Dybbuk box, which is one of the most haunted items that's ever been found. That shit terrifies me. And we do, I think I said this on the Dark Tourism one, we need to do an episode just on that box. Oh, the Dybbuk box is fucking horrible. Because I don't know so about it. It's so scary. It's, yeah. Oh, I don't like it. We like, don't need I, to talk about it right now. But I we, didn't even I didn't even go in the room. They were like, you can go in there if you want, but a lot of people get affected. And I was like, I'm fine, thanks. I like sat out there with the cheer guide. <laughs> the Dybbuk, oh, D-Y-B-B-U-K? Yes, I believe the that's box. it. box. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, there's a Dybbuk movie box. about it? Holy shit. Well, of course there's a movie about it. There's Terrifying. also, um, well, Annabelle, the movie was based off an actual doll named Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is um, in the Ed and Lorraine's collection of haunted artifacts because they Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are the famous psychics that worked with the um, like uh, the one that God damn it I should know this I'm really <laughs> into hauntings the the really famous one from England where the creepy old guy talks through the little girl from like the 1960s Oh I don't know that one I think it's Insidious. Oh. Um, it's not Insidious. Insidious is, is made up. Maybe um, it's Insidious 2 that it's based off of. Uh, Haunting London. <laughs> <laughs> Famous. Maybe that'll pop up. All is on, including the googling end- in the middle of the show. <laughs> uh, Enfield Poltergeist. That's it. The Enfield okay. po- Poltergeist, um, which happened in 1977. So I was a little bit off. Um, but like Anna Lorraine Warren went and supposedly helped out with that, but they also, I think may have helped with, um, the Amityville horror case. God, there's so many, there's so many, I think too, like, so we mentioned like, there's a couple of explanations for this, like purely from like quantum physics with the multiple, multiple Mm -hmm. dimension thing. And, um, 
I liked your, your take on like Newton's law, you know, energy cannot be created or destroyed. Um, I also think like, I mentioned this one time, like the super high thought that I had one time where I was like, time is just the Z axis on the location grid. Yeah. Um, this, that was on one of our other episodes, but, um, I went into this rant where basically I was like, oh shit, like X and Y is latitude and longitude. What if time mm -hmm. is just Z and in this dimension, we can't control Z. It's just moving in one direction for us. Yes. Um, so, but that's just like another coordinate on a grid once you like ascend or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just find that super interesting because like, there are certain areas where they're clearly like they have definitions for it. It's called a residual haunting. There's like residual hauntings and then there's intelligent hauntings. And the mm -hmm. residual ones are like the people who see soldiers going to battle in the fields, you know, like mm -hmm. it's literally just like the replay of a, of a battle or something. Um, and so that could be like what I saw of my dad, except my dad is still alive, but for whatever reason, his energy mm -hmm. left that imprint there. Mm -hmm. um, so I find that very interesting because it's like, okay, if time is just a, another location and we can't control it in this dimension, in theory, that means all of time is happening all at once. We just mm -hmm. can't navigate it in this dimension. And, yes. Um, or in this, you could also say in this universe. Or this too. universe. Yeah. In this, in this decision. Yeah. 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 I like calling it a decision. That's cool. Um, <laughs> but sliding doors, <laughs> yeah. one, not the other. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting. And I, and I know we mentioned these guys all the time, but last podcast on the left has a really interesting take on it. At least uh, Henry Zabrowski does. Like he always says that he believes in ghosts because he thinks that they're just science that hasn't been proven yet. Like he just thinks there's some sort of scientific. Yes. And I think that that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I like. I, I like that explanation too, because in the 1600s, probably earlier than that, and still to some stupid people today, uh, <laughs> the, the earth was flat, yes. <laughs> right? And so, you know, until it was proven scientifically that, you know, it was, it's not flat, you know, right. there's certain things that just can't be explained. And I don't think we necessarily have the science to be able to be like, well, yeah, for sure, ghosts are real or whatever. Like, I just don't think we have the capability of doing that. Yeah. Um, but there are some really cool ways to get in contact with ghosts through like paranormal investigations and stuff which mm -hmm. i would love to go on it i say i would love to go on a paranormal investigation but let's face it i think i'd be too i think i would bitch out i would I want to be one of the people like watching the monitors away from the actual place yeah <laughs> like no. i'll be on the walkie-talkie and i'll send in help if you need it but like yeah. i don't want to be actually doing the investigating <laughs> oh no but some of that stuff is so creepy and like you see like crazy unexplained videos and just like weird phrases and yeah. And, and also I think it's very interesting that like going back to the energy thing a little bit again, like mm -hmm. the, one of the top ways that they detect quote unquote paranormal activity is with EMF detection software and like hardware and stuff. And it's literally EMF is what we use to run the internet. Like it's mm -hmm. electromagnetic frequency. So like we have harnessed this power to some degree. And I've even heard some people talking about like, you, you know, if you have a lot of like electrical units in your house, you could be feeling like you're having paranormal experiences, but because it's actually just like so many like Wi-Fi routers or whatever, you're just getting mm -hmm. your brain fucked with a little bit, which is also very interesting. That is interesting. But it's like, okay, well, in that case, is it like you're seeing shit that your brain is making up or is the EMF wave creating like a window into another dimension more easily? Mm -hmm. What, you know, what is it? Right. Um, well, and I think there's probably multifaceted explanations just like there was for the Mandela effect of it's all bullshit or, you know, um, we're seeing into different universes or our brain is messing up the wirings. Right. So I, I, I think that there's probably like multifaceted explanations that probably one mold doesn't fit every scenario. Just right. like you said, like the kind of the energy that you saw of your dad wasn't necessarily the same as like an intelligent spirit talking through an EVP. Right. Uh, I believe it's electronic voice phenomena. Um, yeah. Um, or a spirit box. So, which very creepy at the Zach Baggins haunted museum, they have a doll there, a haunted doll called Peggy the doll. And you can talk to her through the spirit box. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. 
Jeez. I'm fine. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> Not great. Uh, yeah, I don't do haunted artifacts or haunted dolls. They're scary as fuck. I don't like it. Yeah, I literally just opened the Wikipedia for this box, and I'm already like, what is happening? Yeah, I pulled up um, Ed and Lorraine Warren because I was like, what else are they famous for? And it is um, the Annabelle doll um the amityville horror case which happened in new york uh, and the enfield poltergeist and if you're interested in hearing um like i guess the opposite side of those stories last podcast on the left has a lot of really good debunking for both Anna, um amityville and the enfield poltergeist that doll and if is I remember terrifying correctly, if i remember correctly i think marcus hates <laughs> the warrens <laughs> oh like he, he has like some personal beef with him i i just think he thinks sir which i think i'm trying to remember henry agrees with believes in ghosts i i don't remember if it's ben or if it's marcus but one of them 1000 percent doesn't believe in ghosts oh yeah i, I think, feel like it's marcus but i'm not sure um yeah, i think because ben just i don't know if ben really ever like gives his take because he just knows that henry wants to see a ghost so bad and has never <laughs> never been able to do it which is crazy to be because like he yeah, does, I feel like he does so him much in. provoking shit he literally oh, says hail satan like all the time <laughs> like don't do that and then, and then ben was like let's change it to hail yourself and then people get it tattooed and he loves it i yeah. love ben i follow him in instagram he's one of my favorite people <laughs> <laughs> ben if you're listening comedian. you're my best friend <laughs> love, <laughs> he's love a me. good comedian too yeah <laughs> they're all great comedians i mean that's they're just all so funny and so open and so honest and mm -hmm. they work really hard anyway this has become the last podcast on the left uh, fan, fan podcast, podcast. Uh, <laughs> much better than the teen wolf fangirl podcast that tried to take our name um so funny oh, man bringing things back to the real world lyft just texted me they're yeah. offering streak bonuses again here so i guess drivers are driving and lyft is trying to get them to drive again that's insane oh that'd um, be good for money unless you it is get good the for Rana. money but I, li I live with my dad i can't uh yeah, can't be too stupid with my socialization and That's just very like, true that shit. Um, All right, well, so I think that was a, a pretty good episode. I think so too. We want to hear your stories, so yes. uh, tell us your personal ghost and paranormal stories. You can email us at allisonpodcast at gmail dot com. A l l i s o n t uh that's my last name <laughs> just delete that uh you can email us at allisonpodcast at gmail.com a-l-l-i-s-o-n-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com you can also remember it as all is on podcast if you would like um you can also dm us on instagram i'm the one managing the instagram uh, so you'll be messaging alley tombs uh and it's allison podcast or all is on podcast Yep. And we then don't have our, any posts yet, but we're working on it. And yeah. Allison will tell you our Twitter because I've yeah. Our Twitter is Allison underscore podcast. All is on underscore podcast. Um, and I haven't shared shit on there either, but uh, we will start getting more active on there. Yes. Um, we wanted and, to wait till we had like a launch date before we started posting stuff, which we don't yet. <laughs> speaking of, yeah, I was going to say, well, we're coming up with it. Allie's birthday's coming up and it would be kind of, we, we might, by the time this episode is dropped, it will already have premiered. But um, yeah. Hopefully I think, soon. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting it, getting it working on, we're getting it working on. I can't speak English. We are working on it. And yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening. Send us notes yeah, and stories. We want to, we want to do a podcast like about your stories. Mm -hmm. So we want to do like listener episodes for anything. We want us to, if you, you know, the point of the podcast is all is on with the Allison. So whatever, if you have research or something you want us to talk about or your own take on something, we want to hear it. We want you to be involved. That's my favorite part of podcasts is feeling like you're a part of the podcast. Totally. Um, and so there's probably a lot of niche us. things that like we have don't even have on our list of stuff to talk about because we don't yeah, know about we it. Have so. a, we have a long list. So we want, we want more though. So, mm -hmm. um, our personal Instagrams too, you can follow me at Tombsinator, T-O-O-M-S-I-N-A-T-O-R. Um, and I'm at Aliwo, A-L-L-I-W-O. And my uh, name is Allison Voidovich. And I'm Allie Toombs. And this, this has been, been All Is All On, is on with the, <laughs> the Allisons. We didn't even rehearse that, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.